I need a second monitor. That's what I need. I need a second monitor so I can see when you're green. Same. What? Don't you have a second monitor? I do, but I don't have any room to set it up. Oh, true. I well, mean, between my laptop, my desktop, and my other monitor, I, I can technically have three screens. True. You're but talking to right someone now. who's clearly, who's like literally in a closet right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got you need... some sympathy, but not a whole lot of sympathy. Etsy. Etsy. Oh God! I need to finish that. What? You haven't finished Eurocamp, Josh? What have you been doing? I uh, I kind of got ruined by the end of um, Antarctica. Oh well, no. I mean, that's but that's that's. I feel like that's more of a reason to finish Eurocamp because. I was just too depressed. <laughs> yeah, but Eurocamp is like. Oh my God! It's like, it's what will get you back to normal. Yeah. Did you did you finish? Antarctica? Yeah, I the one spoilers. The episode that everyone started crying at. That I thought that was the last episode. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. I remember you said yeah. that. Yeah. And I remember thinking I was like this is a horrible way to end a fantastic anime. This is so sad. I was I was ugly sobbing when all those emails loaded into the laptop. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, you know what? Thinking about it just makes me sad. I'm going to go close this <laughs> real quick. <laughs> they, they can't see me ugly sob. You said you're in the living room? Yeah. I mean, I'm like as far away from my brother's room as possible without being in the garage. But like between the living room and my brother's room is just like a hallway. Oh. Basically. So like the sound can still travel, so I just wanted to close right. the door. There's a door to your living room? Yeah. You got something wrong with no, that? I, I, no, huh? okay. <laughs> there, Are you living roomist? There is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I just, I've never lived, and maybe I've never even really been in a house that had a door. I've never really been in a house. Okay. That was a <laughs> <laughs> I do live in an apartment. <laughs> One of these. <laughs> houses that you speak of <laughs> oh god <laughs> no but i've never been in the i've never been in the living room i've never been in the living room i've never been in a house <laughs> that had a living room that had a door to it that wasn't just like a door to another room you know like most houses i go into it's just open space and you just call this the living room i don't know i don't know what your house looks like yeah yeah okay let me pull up this doc i've been ready i've been so ready Look how ready I am. The most ready. I think this is really odd to start with because our audience is OA. And so you're explaining OA to OA? Well, okay, let's all let's all gather around the campfire first and Grandpa Josh can tell us the history and the origins Whoa, hold up. of OA. I'm only 29. Yeah, but I would say that you're up there in the demographic. Who's like the oldest person in OA? Um, we've got some 30-year-olds in there. Oh. Yeah, a couple at least. Also, there's that, that, um, that dude who writes books about Japan. He's in there, and he's definitely at least 30-something. Does he really participate, though? I mean, I feel like he's just plugging. (laughs) He just, he just just pushes his books. (laughs) Like, the rest Uh, of us are like, we don't know how to read. Which is kind of funny. We all just, we all just look at picture books and... 
animations. None of us can read. Well, how do you read the subtitles? We, we don't. don't. We actually know <laughs> Japanese. We just have it there for amusement. Anyway, Grandpa Josh. What? Can you not? Anyway, Josh. <laughs> who may or may not be in the... I'll stop you right there. Hey, it worked. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something after that. God damn it. This is going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, tell me, first off, tell me what what is OA. I really shouldn't even be calling it OA. We should be calling it Otaku Alliance. But no one calls it the Otaku Alliance. I never, ever hear that term. It's like saying it's like saying automated teller machine when everyone just says ATM. Like, just call it an ATM. Right. What is OA? How did we start? Why does this exist? And so on. Man, such a hard question. It's not, it's really, that. it's actually, it's really not a hard question. <laughs> also reading off wow. my prompts. <laughs> so natural. I'm never making notes ever again. <laughs> ever. I'm going to surprise you. The Otaku Alliance. Um, OA started with um, Nick and I and another Josh when we found each other through like airsoft communities and we found out the others of us were weebs like you you know how it is like you see someone slip up and it's like i see you fellow weeb i know what you are <laughs> it, it was kind of like that yeah exactly um and uh we were chatting up about like anime and stuff and then nick started a facebook group for it and added me and the other guy and that's that's really that was the inception of of OA. And what did, what did you want to do with this group? Did you just want to was it just like a space for you guys to talk about whatever you wanted to talk about that you clearly couldn't do in this other airsoft group? Um yeah, pretty much. Like obviously there's a lot of like machismo in in circles like that. I'll, I guess it really depends. The 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 airsoft circles that I'm in, like there's a lot of machismo which is fine. There's other airsoft circles that are like way more embraceive of nerd culture, but like this one, not so much. So, you know, we were able to create our own space through that. Like, cause there's a lot of people who like anime and stuff in, in any, any kind of circle. And so, you know, we took the overlap of airsoft and anime and the people who fall in that, that we knew and you know we created that space for us so how how big was this airsoft group and how long was it a thing before you guys started oa mm, that's a good question do you remember reaching way back in the day yeah no that's reaching way back because like i mean we started oa new year's eve 2012 mm -hmm. and we were in those airsoft communities for a pretty good amount of time before that. I just realized that you all spent your New Year's Eve talking about anime in an airsoft group. <laughs> uh, when you put it that way, it's kind of uh, oh, moving gosh. on. <laughs> These are the creators of OA. Anyway. I mean, what can we say? We love anime, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I would have to say it was probably... I'd say probably at least 2009 
when when those like airsoft groups were really? propped up. I don't know. It, whenever like Facebook groups became a thing. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah. Like, no, that's yeah, way it was back way 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 back. I didn't yeah. Even know this. By the by the time we had started OA, there was probably several hundred people in that in that particular group, the airsoft group that we were talking about. So when you when you started OA, was it easy to get members from that one airsoft group and just pull them in? Did you guys just like invite people blindedly not blindedly but did you just go oh this person this person this person invite 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 or did you were you more selective at the time i mean people in that environment aren't to want to like reveal themselves so easily um there was only a couple people who were like oh yeah you guys are into anime too so am i so there's only a couple people so it started really, really small. So like it was just like the three of us, and then like we added some of our friends who may or may not have been into airsoft at the time, but that were into anime, and uh, we we kind of grew the group from there. Do you think at the beginning most of the members were also interested in airsoft, or do you feel like it was an even split between people who were into airsoft and just I guess weren't into airsoft and were just like friends of you, friends? Um, I'd say at the very beginning, it it was mostly the airsofters who found each other through anime. Um, but very, very quickly, the airsofters became the the minority. Because as we invited more of our friends that were not airsofters into the OA, it snowballed from there. Because like we added those friends, those friends added other friends who were not in airsoft and and so on and so forth and that's that's how we've built the group thus far do you feel like the people now are or at least the um the active members do you feel like a majority or a minority of them are airsoft people i I really don't even know what to call you guys like i don't want to call i I don't know what to call you guys bb ward nerds what does that mean to, for someone who maybe wants to join OA? Do you feel like, oh, do I need to know about Airsoft? Am I going to clash with these types of people? Because there is a certain type of person that's into Airsoft. And I noticed that between, um, I guess, people who were originally into Airsoft and people who are just not into Airsoft who find themselves in OA. Out of the active members right now, mm, I would say uh, more of them are the non-Airsofters. But honestly, not by a whole lot. Um, a lot of our active members are definitely still part of like the airsoft crowds. Do you think that that's a problem for anyone who wants to join OA? Like, no, do you think no, absolutely think, not. Oh, well, like, I don't know it. So, here's part of the answer. Like, back in the early days of OA, like we were adding our friends who weren't into airsoft, and they were adding their friends yada yada like i mentioned before like it quickly became the airsoft people that were became the minority and the group was named something else originally and we dropped the part of the name that connected us to the the airsoft group that we were in it definitely became more about like anime and less about like the airsoft people who were in it it's it just wasn't as prominent you anymore. don't think that it should be a concern for anyone who wants no, to No, absolutely not. Like community. if if there's an interest in airsoft, like there's a lot of people in the group who would be great resources. Um we have a guy who frequents Japan. Like he lived there for 
like 10 years or something and uh his family mm-hmm. still lives there he and he if i remember right he just went back again and i saw pictures on facebook of him playing airsoft and so like airsoft is not wholly unrelated to the cultural topics that like we enjoy in oa like airsoft modern airsoft definitely has its roots in japan why airsoft were you part of any other facebook groups at the time Mm, probably not like i want to say like that airsoft group that i met nick through was probably the only one at the time may i might have been in like i might have been in like one or two others but for the most part like the early days of facebook groups in general like it was probably one of the only ones i was ever in. and i imagine if you were in any other groups i imagine that this was the most active one that you were yeah in. very active and i feel like that lends itself into making a new group and like pulling people and getting to know others and talking about your hobbies and mm-hmm. that sort of thing why anime dad that is that's also that's a weird question, question. <laughs> how the heck did it come up in an airsoft I don't remember how it happened honestly like my memory's bad to begin with that's fine i genuinely don't remember yeah, i i feel like are you still part of this airsoft group Mm-hmm. i could probably search the group and find it but oh my god that would be so much searching actually no that probably wouldn't be that difficult at at the most i would be searching uh through a year's worth of posts i just go back to 2012 right, right. yeah <laughs> you just gotta go back and scroll to spend an hour just going through all these things and go oh well, yeah remember i i've done that before in a way this this makes me curious if i ever have like time to kill i'm gonna do right. that right if you end up finding it we'll include it in the show notes because i think that would be interesting i don't think everyone will be able to access this but we could maybe take a screenshot or two and just be like ah yeah 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 i don't quite remember how the, the how we found each other in that instance but i do remember another instance where someone accidentally posted like an anime military girl into the group and then like half the group was like or more than half the group was like oh my god nerd blah 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 you know and then the other like there's a couple people that are like oh anime girl (laughs) you know so that was another way where we found a couple more people i think we found um baron and fonzie that way oh yeah wait so did did anyone have a strong negative reaction in this airsoft group to that post oh absolutely <laughs> tell me tell me about this like i mean it's just like i said there in that particular circle there's a lot of shaming of nerd stuff like just just because that's like you know how it is in some in in some people you it's know? funny because i feel like there's that in oa but it's all very ironic like oh i hate yeah it. yeah no absolutely yeah i mean that that kind of stuff is in literally any any kind of uh circle so like it's it's all the same same it's just like different right 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 i remember when i joined oa nick had invited me i wanted to say i want to say he invited me in february it was it was not right at the start of oa like it was with the rest of you but i it was a couple months in and i remember thinking like oh i'm part of another group great (laughs) just another one to add to the list of things that i won't check but it wasn't until summer when there was kaon spam all over the place that i think that's when i started noticing it i don't know what 
year I, I watched K-On. I watched it my sophomore year going into junior year of college, I believe. And that might have been 2013. I can't remember exactly. But I remember seeing um, a few K-On posts and I, I thought, I like that anime. I know these people. Yeah. I like all these things. K-On came out in 2009. Right. Yeah, no, I was very late to the party. Again, I don't like anime. This starts an anime podcast. <laughs> it's not even about anime anymore. Um, but no, I remember I remember seeing all the K-On posts, being interested, and then I started becoming more active. But the thing that really caught me was all this discussion about the K-On spam and also being friends with Nick and knowing that he was... Um, the admin and i was just kind of relaying this information to him but at the same time he was away and he wasn't really admin admin you were the admin admin correct for the most part like early on it was it was mostly me and nick and then i think that's when i started becoming more active were people active right off the bat how was the activity in OA from the beginning in january onward you know thinking back on it now considering how like few people were in the group like literally like 10 12 people um it was more active than i would think a group like that would be now you know what i mean Mm, elaborate like small groups um unless it's like specifically like an active friend circle like having a place on facebook to talk about things like uh if, if it's just like well i guess that's what it was really like if it, it was just someone like made a group and like people were joining it and there's it was such a few amount of people and most of them like weren't like already close friends i wouldn't imagine a group like that being that active right yeah but because you guys like knew each other and people were inviting their friends you kind of already had that uh that common right group, right right and so you're already like, oh, I already know this person. Let's talk about all the anime that we're watching. Yeah, pretty much. How did OA change you? And I feel like we're getting and we're getting a little off topic from the OA itself, but just just you personally, how how did OA? Oh, man, that's another hard. I'm question. sorry, because I I know how OA changed me personally, but how did OA change you? If you can think of a way that it changed you, if it did, maybe it didn't. Maybe you're the same person you were I mean... back in 2012. I, I have no doubt it it changed a lot of things for me or about me. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but I have a tabby cat, and Aww. he's snoring super loudly right now. I took a picture. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. He he and our other cat are sleeping next to each Aww. other, and the other one has his leg literally over the tabby. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, off no, topic. No, you're good. Um, we always have time for cats on the internet. Yes, absolutely. Those two are adorable. They're cute. Anyways, um, yeah, I have no doubt being involved with OA like that from the beginning has has changed a lot about me. Um, It's hard to kind of quantify that on the spot because it's just, it's been such a huge part of my life since then. Right. Let's, Let's maybe narrow this down into something a little more specific. Has OA changed anything in you with regards to anime? and manga, and video gaming. Has it changed the way you look at things, the way you perceive, the way you consume it in any possible way? Has it changed that at all? I mean, that's still, honestly, kind of such a broad really? question. 
I, I feel like it is. <laughs> may I may I give you my answer real fast? Maybe it can help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that Before would help. Before OA, I kind of grew up in anime, not to the extent that you did, because I kind of know like how you grew up with anime. But I watched I watched it because my cousins were into it, my siblings were into it, and just from popular culture, it's just something I kind of grew up with. But it was all very casual, like. Everyone's seen Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Everyone's seen at least an episode of Sailor Moon. And then when you got older, like, you were introduced to other shows because your friends are into it and that sort of thing. But it was never... I never watched anything that was airing. When I became more active in OA, that's when I started to realize that this is like any other type of media. There are seasons, there are weekly episodes that come out that people watch. And I don't know why I never right. really realized that before. Like anime was always just something very casual to me. I was a casual, there you go. I'm, I'm just gonna say it, I'm, I was casual. <laughs> but um, OA was what made me realize that I don't know how to, I, I don't wanna say that I took it more seriously. There is just so, so much more to it. Right, right, right. I started yeah. paying attention to the seasons and the the shows that were coming out. I'm looking at those charts that people painstakingly make and I'm I'm picking out the shows that I like and I'm actually discussing episodes as they air with people. I think OA made anime more enjoyable to me because I had a space to talk about it with other people and a resource. Right, right. The only reason why that I'm like that is because you guys were already like that. So I don't know if that's a change that you went through. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I was already getting, had already been into like watching anime seasonal by the time we started OA. How did that start? Did you have friends or like family or anything that showed you that? Or just the internet, did you just stumble upon this? I just kind of like seeked it out on my own because like i remember actually when i first started getting into anime um back when crunchyroll was a uh illegal streaming site really like, i don't know how many people actually remember I that i never knew this i always thought crunchyroll was legitimate but also i i don't think i started using crunchyroll until the last maybe five years ish yeah so i i first started like seeking out anime on my own I want to say it was probably 06, 07. How old were you at the time? Around-ish. If you want to reveal how old you um, were, Grandpa. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. Um, please stop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Wow. <laughs> the way you were, the way you're, you, you were saying Oh, it, sorry. Oh, my God. Uh no, um, yeah, probably around 06 or 07, like, I was watching Naruto, surprisingly. No, actually, for what it's worth, I think Naruto's actually a pretty decent show. Half the anime community is going to crucify me now. That's fine. You're allowed to have opinions on the internet. Right, exactly. right. Exactly. So, before that, actually, I was into Ken Akamatsu's mangas, um, Love Hina in particular. Yes. And I'd read that, and I was like, and I found out that there was an anime for it, and I was like, man, where can I find this? So I, I kind of looked it up, and I was like, I discovered torrents. Being as young as I was, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know what a torrent is, and I had my brother help me set up a 
BitTorrent program so I could like get these shows. So I downloaded. Let, let's be real. Like most uh, anime watchers have have downloaded uh, anime at one point in their life or another. Right. It's like an unspoken. I won't thing. pretend. I <laughs> I won't pretend. I don't even know if I still have Love Hina. Anyways, you watched it and your your whole world was crushed. Actually, yes, because the Love Hina anime was nowhere near as good as the manga. But no, yeah, I, I really started getting into seeking out and watching anime from that. I have found other anime, the F series, like F, A Tale of Memories, Canon, Clanad, Air. Like I said, like Naruto and stuff like that. That was like the beginning of me seeking out and watching anime. And then from there, it, it kind of became a seasonal thing. I would start watching stuff as it, as it was coming out. Right, so I don't know if you can answer this, but how are you finding these new these new shows? Were you just searching around on the internet? Were friends telling you about this? Did you find, was Crunchyroll or any sort of website at the time already doing something where they showed you what was airing or what they had? Or were you just kind of scrolling around? And I mean, just like perusing the internet, like looking for anime, I eventually came across those seasonal charts. And like I said, at the time I was watching stuff primarily on Crunchyroll because it was like the best organized streaming site you could get anime from. And then like, I don't remember what year it was, but they went legit and they took down all of their illegally hosted anime. It was like the Crunchyroll apocalypse. Everyone who had been watching anime on Crunchyroll at the time was just like, oh my god, this sucks. <laughs> right? I think that was a smart move, though. Absolutely. Really smart. But yeah, in, in the beginning for Crunchyroll, and I'm sure it was tough on their end as, as it was for viewers, up till that point, for the most part, I was streaming anime because it was just so much easier. Like, I had torrents and stuff that I could do, but it was just easier to, to stream it, right. right? You know, in the beginning of that, like, they, they didn't have a whole lot of shows licensed, so... I went back to almost exclusively torrenting shows. So that's when I really started getting into like the seasonal stuff because like, I, I went out and looked for these torrents myself. I thought it was interesting that you didn't mention any other site besides Crunchyroll because I, I hadn't heard about Crunchyroll until... I don't even know. It was it was much later. I think it was in college when I finally found Crunchyroll. So when I started seeking anime on my own, back in middle school i remember using anime freak are you familiar with anime freak maybe i it doesn't necessarily ring a bell because i think primarily i use crunchyroll how did you find crunch or was this just google it was it was just it's it's probably no different than how people found kiss anime or or any other like popular streaming site today like it's it because it's popular people are going to recommend it and it just builds like that you know what i mean Right. And that that was what Crunchyroll was back then. It was like the, the best streaming site. Right. I think it's just interesting because the way that I found uh, Anime Freak and then Anime Ultima, all those sites, and even Kiss Anime, they have the word anime in the title. So it was easy to come across this mm -hmm. website from Google, right? But Crunchyroll is like just the name itself. If you didn't know anything about it, you would think, oh, is this a, is this like Yelp? Is this like is this the yellow pages for is anime? Yellow, right? Is this is this like a sushi based uh, website? But like, <laughs> right? So I just think it's kind of interesting that you were able to find Crunchyroll back then. But if it was already popular, it was if it was already a big thing, and people were already talking about it and recommending it, that makes sense to me. 
yeah, like if you if you're browsing internet forums trying to find places to stream or torrent anime, back then it was like you know someone would ask, "Where's a good place to stream?" Insert show here, and people would be like, "Oh, Crunchyroll.com." And like other people would say other things, but like Crunchyroll would probably be the most recommended. These one. days, besides Crunchyroll, I don't know any other. I mean, I do know of other sites that people use, and but none that are legitimate in the way that Crunchyroll is. I assume Funimation is, right? Yeah, Funimation absolutely is. I I think the only legit streaming sites that I can think of off the top of my head is like Crunchyroll, Funimation, Netflix, Hulu. Amazon. Right. I, I didn't know you can watch anime on Amazon. This is yeah. new to me. Made in Abyss was on anime. Uh, Amazon. It was on anime. Uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I there there might be like one or two other already existing companies that have dabbled into anime streaming. But I think for the most part, that's like all the the major legit players in online streaming of anime today. Only anyway. a single person who uses Funimation. Out of, like, the people we talk to regularly, yeah. Right. Like, for the most part, not yeah. many use it. Not many people use it. Right. And, and there's, like, there's not a whole lot of need for it unless you specifically want to watch dubbed anime. Because, as far as I know, Crunchyroll and Funimation still have that little partnership going where Crunchyroll's licensed shows go to Funimation to be simul-dubbed and, like, some of the shows that Funimation gets licensed go to Crunchyroll to be simulcast or something like that. I always thought this was something really interesting about you guys and you in particular. I know nothing and still know nothing about the industry and I guess any news that I hear about it I usually hear through you guys and I think it's so cool that you guys kind of I don't know how intensely you follow news and that sort of thing but it's all from you so not you specifically. Actually, I don't know if anyone else posts anything from the internet. <laughs> not, yeah, no, not, not a whole lot of others do. I I kind of make it a little bit of my business to seek out this information, right. given my goals. But all in all, it's just I, I like learning about that kind of stuff. It gives a glimpse into the other side of things. Right. I, I, I wanted to say earlier that um, you and... Alec, I believe. I think it was you and Alec. You two are the reason why I have a paid subscription to Crunchyroll because I got <laughs> bullied into supporting the industry. And how dare you just watch it on these websites? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry for that. <laughs> no, no, no. And I don't think you should apologize at all because, I mean, how, besides going to cons, like, you know, how am I supporting the industry that I love so much and make podcasts about but don't really talk about and I haven't watched anything in a while? <laughs> yeah, no, like, I've been a proponent of watching things legally, paying for the anime that you watch as, as much as reasonably practical for the individual. Like, obviously, some people just aren't in that position. And I'm not going to tell them, no, don't don't watch anime because, like, I love anime. I want I want more people to enjoy anime. The more people who love it, the, the more likely it is that anime is going to be more legally available to everyone. When we were kids back then, it's not like we were going to tell our parents, like, Mom, Dad can we go to blockbuster well i mean we were i have absolutely yeah no we've done that yes (laughs) i still remember going into my local suncoast years ago before it shut down and like they didn't have the episode of uh, like sailor moon that i wanted on the shelves so they they pulled out that machine that like you look into and it's like the little um the tapes 
uh, yeah. you scroll through it. I don't even know what that machine's called. I should look it up. But, you know, I scrolled through that tape catalog to try and find the 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 VHS volume. Yes, VHS of of Sailor Moon that I wanted Grandpa. to watch. Turns out I didn't find the right volume and and therefore I didn't get the right episode that I wanted to watch, but it, nonetheless, where were we, what were we talking about? I kind of went off topic. <laughs> keep going, keep Ta- going. I, I went on a tangent. Um, that's fine, that's fine. These things happen in normal conversations. Uh, wh- what were we talking about, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember now. Oh, supporting anime in the, yes. the, the industry. Yeah, so like, yeah, no, like I, I became a proponent of that when I like started seriously thinking more about eventually wanting to work as an animator like you know it's no secret that animators in japan are not paid well of course a lot of people probably don't know that but that's also why i i'm a proponent of watching things legally like even if it's just a tiny little bit of your subscription money that goes back to the animators in one way or another it helps like any little bit helps so were you like me when you were growing up was anime and manga something casual for you or were you always kind of was this always kind of like a passion of yours i would say it was definitely like real casual at the beginning like i i was part of that generation that really found anime through toonami because like when i was a kid before the fourth grade i didn't ever watch Mm -hmm. anime i might have caught some like really old anime that appeared like on channels and you didn't realize it was anime until much much later like um what's a good example what do you mean? like like voltron oh. like that that that's that's anime but when i watched it like i was just thinking oh this is just this is cartoons you know what i mean and then so, it dawns on you oh this is anime yeah these are chinese cartoons <laughs> quality <laughs> yeah um so like i didn't really start watching anime till like past the fourth grade when like tsunami became a thing and so like dragon ball z uh, Sailor Moon, Gundam Wing. That was really my gateway into it all. I was definitely part of that specific generation. So when did you start? When did you start taking it more seriously? Or eh, I don't know. Would you say that you take it seriously? Do you take anime too seriously? Uh, do I take anime too seriously? Probably. Um. <laughs> <laughs> when when did this shift happen between casual Josh and the Josh we have now? Probably when I started like seeking out torrenting on my own, like when I, when I started like looking up specific shows to torrent, that's probably when it started getting way more serious for me. <laughs> Do we have Lapina to thank for this, or was it just a collection uh, of shows? Yeah, probably. Blessed, blessed Lapina. That was blessed that was Lovina. yes. No, Lapina is literally, or at least it was also my gateway. My older sister had um friends who were more into she's no longer into anime and manga anymore but back then because her friends were she was and we had all the all the volumes in her room and i remember reading that and now that i'm older i think it's really weird that young kathy read love hina at the age that she read it but by the by i read it and I thought it was fantastic. I didn't know um, I didn't know that an anime existed for it at the time that I read it, so I, I never actually bothered to watch it until I think it was in my college years when it like occurred to me like oh anime exists of that sort of thing. But anyway, I didn't take it more seriously until I was in OA basically. But 
back then, you know, it was all just the internet and whatever people told you. Mm-hmm. OA was the reason why I started taking anime more seriously. But you, it was when torrenting happened because of Love Hina. Blessed, mm-hmm. blessed Love Hina. Yeah. I, I think this was all a, a really big tangent from, like, your earlier question of how has, like, OA changed us over the years. Oh, yeah, no. This was the biggest tangent that it just became the road that we were on. This is this is the main yeah. road. Yes. That's um, fine. That, these, ha- these things happen. Yeah. I hope this tangent kind of answered those questions. That's fine. I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> someone hopefully will derive some sort of information from all of this. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. I've recorded it. Yeah. When yeah. I ask, do we take anime too seriously? I guess I meant more like, do you think we suck the fun out of it? Mm. Have you seen that one picture on the internet? I saw it many years ago, but it was of your typical, like, neckbeardy person. But this person was clearly Japanese in some way, and the caption was something like, Spongebob is the most quality show in America, and yada yada yada, like, all this very, very... I don't think I know what you're talking about. I have to show you this picture. I I need to show you right now. You need to see this picture. (laughs) Um, Japanese... God, uh, Sponge, give me one moment, Spongebob, oh god, I don't know, <laughs> I don't even know how to search <laughs> this picture, Spongebob, uh, anime, oh god, Japanese guy? Uh, I, I don't know where I found this. This, this reminds me of the time where I found out what the show Yuki Yuna is a hero was called, because like, I saw a scene from that show and I was like, dude, what is this? This is this looks awesome. And I, I still haven't watched that show yet. But I typed into Google, anime girl in wheelchair stabs herself. <laughs> <laughs> and I found it, too. That was the best part. Oh, God. I can't find this image. But hopefully someone listening will just find the image and link it to me. And can show people. Or maybe I'll find it. If I find it later, I'll just include it in the notes later. But... But anyways, like, I, I get what you're talking about. Right, right, right. That's kind of what I was thinking about. And sometimes I'll be, like, listening to us talk and I'll think, like, wow, this is a really interesting topic. But then I'll think about a normal person listening to our conversation. And not that that right. person's opinion really matters because they are not relevant. But I've got a friend who lives, uh, like, about an hour away from me who's also mm-hmm. in the group. And he's definitely, I would say, more of a much more casually and laid back type of anime watcher and kind of hurt my heart a little he kind of gets discouraged from posting on OA some of us take it to that more serious level of talking about the finer points of anime whereas like he just enjoys it at a much more casual level there's always going to be like both sides of that and I think the best thing to do in those situations is try not to be too elitist sounding but you know I, I don't think wanting to discuss those those more intricacies about like a show's plot or whatever should be avoided because obviously that's what those type of people enjoy talking about whereas other people just want to enjoy the show at a much more casual level like bo- both sides of that are fine but i you can't help if if some people get discouraged or, or whatever it's, it's just how it is you know right i never or maybe I didn't know this before, but it never really occurred to me. It, this never occurred to me. <laughs> because I can't read the minds of lurkers. 
and there's no one in my area besides like uh-huh. Alec and obviously Nick that I know about outside of OA that I talk to outside of OA. So I don't know these uh-huh. things. Is it, is this maybe something that we need to address? Do we need to do something about it's, this? It's a, it's a hard question to answer really. Cause like you can only do so much. Like it's really up to the individuals to deal with whether or not this, this stuff, like I, I don't even know how to explain this. We can try and get people to like be more nice about things per se. <laughs> need you all to dumb it no, down not, not, yeah no no no, 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 yeah. Ultimately, like, whether you discussing on a casual level or, like, you like talking about very intricate plot stuff or whatever, like, ultimately those are the opinions of those individuals and, like, I, I, I think people should keep in mind that that's what those are. This is their, the opinions of those individuals, and you shouldn't l- let that discourage you. But, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Real quick. I found Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was going to send... I found the image on my phone. I was listening to you, but I found the image on my phone, and I was going to link you from my phone, and then I tapped on your face, and then it just made me leave the call. I'm oh, so sorry. I didn't even notice. Okay, good, because that will make it a lot easier. Anyway. I found the image. I haven't read it yet, but it's apparently a comic, and it's very wordy. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Oh, my God. <laughs> the dude has a flame shirt. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Why do these exist? They're like the edgy Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> and I love that there's a SpongeBob on it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is definitely a lot of anime watchers. <laughs> right. Do you think this is what we're like? I hope not. Don't say yes. If you say yes, I am just stopping reading <laughs> everything and we're starting anew. There are definitely people like this, though. Like, I'm glad that for the most part, people in OA are not like this. I'm sure there are definitely times where some of us come off as this to people who don't know right. us that well. For the most part, I would say the people in our group are pretty good about not being that extreme. But I think I would be lying if I said it's never happened, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, God. Right. Should this be concerning for someone who wants to join OA? Uh... Will someone think, oh, well, I have to really know anime in order to join OA? Or do you think this is going to be okay? Maybe this is me answering my own question, but I think I think we're pretty okay for people who barely know anime. I think it really comes down to how the person kind of conveys themselves. In the I group. I think I mean all all this stuff really comes down to the individual. Ultimately, it, I, I feel like coming into a group like ours is probably daunting for someone who's like really laid back about watching anime. But if they're like right. coming into it with the mindset of like I want to discover more anime, then they'll probably be okay. But if they're just like watching things casually and they're not necessarily interested in like discovering like seasonal anime or or things like that then stuff might come off a little bit more like this comic to them but i mean ultimately that's not really on that's not anyone's responsibility you know that's it's just how things are you know some people are going to be way more into things than other people and that's just how how it is it doesn't matter what the the subject matter is like golfing like someone's gonna be super into it like they know exactly what kind of clubs you use for whatever situation and i i know nothing about golfing so i'm just like shooting blindly here on that topic but you know and then there's other people who just want to go like play some golf 
<laughs> at a very baseline level. <laughs> I just want to go yeah, to the Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, at any given subject matter, there's definitely going to be people, be people who are, like, super into it. There's going to be the people who are in the middle and then, like, people who are just baseline enjoy it. The casuals. I feel like we need to say this. We appreciate you casuals. We appreciate people who know nothing about anime. And the thing that I really love about OA is that people are so excited to share what they like and their yes. suggestions. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, Joe, I was just about to Joe. bring up Joe. <laughs> Key example right there. When we made that one post... Uh, asking people um, to give him 10 recommendations because he, this is all just new to him. That post blew up and everyone had everything. And the greatest thing is that there was a lot of show like in the lists that people were providing, there were a lot of shows that people were just excited about like for themselves. Like it's their favorite show. It's the shows that they love. And then in that, there was also shows that like, I think most people should see this, you know, like this is a classic. Mm -hmm. Everyone's seen this. You should see it just to be like, just to be in the know and that sort of thing. And then there were people that were like, look, you're new. This is what I think most people should watch in order to be a well-rounded person. And then there were people that actually knew Joe personally and they were um, gearing their recommendations mm -hmm. towards him. And I feel like if you join OA and you know nothing about anime, we are more than happy to have you join us and to share our hobby. Pretty much. Yeah. That's a good pitch. Was well, that a good pitch? Did yeah. you like that? Yeah, you Yeah, like that? no, I think that's that's very true. I just be prepared you're you're jumping into the deep end. <laughs> right, right. You're jumping into we're, the deep we're end. We're going to jump right in with you and help you tread water. Right, right, right. We'll throw you off the deep end and then we'll jump in with Pretty you. Pretty much. It'll be great for everyone. Yes. Listeners will know that I've posted this on the OA group and on the OA page. Discussions will happen there. If you want to provide feedback, you can do it there, but I will also be making a Google form that people can send their comments, questions, and suggestions on there so that I don't get bombarded with emails. I will not be providing an email <laughs> for this podcast. That would be a nightmare. So feel free to use the form, feel free to participate in the Facebook group discussion and or the Facebook page. This will also be posted on the website. So otakualliance.com or for the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Otaku Alliance or for the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Otaku Alliance. What the Oni-chan? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs>